So in this episode, I talk about how Ruby got her name, food, and some authors that I really enjoy reading. Um, I also give a little bit of an update on where I'm at with Ruby. And we shall see what else goes on. Welcome to my podcast. Okay, so I'm recording outside. So if the mic doesn't do its job about taking the wind out, I apologize. Um, As I have said in the past, I do live a little bit east-ish of Edwards Air Force Base. And I've already heard a couple planes take off because you can hear the jets from where we're at the jet engines um there also was a boom so they must be practicing their bombing drops um so you may or may not hear that in this episode so if you do i apologize but there is absolutely nothing i can do about it um i had posted on my copay page about you know what did people want to hear about and only one person's answered and they gave me a couple ideas and I didn't realize I thought it was a a private message you know you know like an email that nobody else could see not realizing it was actually a comment so I answered it but it was kind of still vague Um, one of the things was how did Ruby get her name well Ruby is actually spelled R-W-B-Y And Ruby got her name because Pup got me hooked on this, may I get this right, anime. Because anime is like the show and Magna is the reading, if I'm correct. If I'm not, forgive me, I am not very good at this. Um, She tried to get me into a couple other animes. Uh, I believe one was Bleach and I just could not do it. Um, Ruby was a completely different story. Um, the original creator of Ruby actually passed away. So, you know, and the storyline was left wide open. Um, the people that have worked with the person, and I'm not even going to attempt the man's name because one is Japanese and I would utterly destroy it. Um, they've done a really good job. So I'm all, I'm actually ahead in seasons compared to Pup. She has uh, fallen behind like two seasons. Uh, You can find them on a site called Rooster Teeth. And you have to look for the original Ruby because they have a whole bunch of different fan-based Rubies and whatever. Um, But it's an interesting concept. And while season nine I think it is is over um I can't wait for the next season but anyways so we had been watching Ruby and Ruby the vehicle is a burgundy and you know a ruby color so it just naturally fell into it but I didn't want and I basically got her on my birthday so and I'm born in July my birthstone is a ruby so kind of correlated into everything just being ruby 
And uh, so that's how Ruby got her name. Um, you know, rubies can be crushed and, and whatever, but uh, she has her moments. Now, the other thing about Ruby, I did get my pen set, finally, with the, the wire crimper. Now, that's an interesting tool in itself. Um, I'm glad I got the assorted. Gave me a chance to play a little bit because there's enough in there I can, you know, figure out the crimping tool. Once I did that, excuse me. <coughs> Once I did that, I uh, got all my pins put on the wires. And then Fred found out that the blade part of the pin actually is too short to use with the other side. So I'm actually going to have to replace both sides. And I have the wires all set. Um, so I can do it one at a time and then uh, heat shrink around everything so I can get that all done and C is wanting to get UPS box or whatever because one it does give you an address a real address not a PO box because too many things we order won't be shipped to a PO box um, but he kind of wants us to, uh, Pup and I, to pay for it. He also is pushing us to go get our vaccines. You know, get vaccinated. Which I, I understand. I have no real problem with that. It's just, I wasn't planning on using the money for that. I was planning on registering Ruby. But as he put it, what's it going to matter if I wait another month? He's got a point. Um... I don't know how we're going to get an address for, well, I do have, there is a way around getting, because you have to have, and I don't think he realizes this, you have to have a physical address to get the UPS mailbox, mail store address, because I've had one before, and it can be expensive. I think for every three months I was paying $90, $105 every three months. It might have been every six months. All I know is I knew I couldn't pay it every month or every uh, year. I believe they also have it where you can pay every month, but prefer to get it paid for a year, which would be awesome. Um, I have to look that up. That's the one thing I didn't look up was the pricing. Um, but in a way that kind of works for us. So, um, if you've been, if you're a supporter, you know, one time or whatever, um, you have access to my daily, almost daily videos on YouTube. Um, there are a few that are public, not very many. And usually I put those as, uh, for the public when I really think it's something that needs to be shared. Um, I have shared about, you know, the wires that I've done on Ruby, but I do believe I put that into private now because I got the answer I needed. Actually, I think that one's not even, I think that one's completely private. Um, or I might have deleted it. And that beep is the water truck coming to the uh, farm next door. So, like I said, I am outside. 
That's because it's very, very warm. And I'm not even sure what it is right now. Um, it's 10 o'clock, but we're, we're headed for the, the high numbers. Um, it's California. It's the middle of May and we are in a drought, which means the temperatures are gonna go up high quickly. By the end of the month, we should be in the hundreds. Um, so there's that. And the reason I'm outside, thankfully, I um, was able to basically scavenge parts from the awning that we had last year that the wind utterly destroyed. Um, I figured out how to keep the poles from blowing away. Um, they are buried in the ground a little bit. Um, the other thing the wind was doing was just basically taking it apart. So I used electrical tape to, to hold the joints together. And then over the top, I have a piece of fabric that really isn't good for too many other things. And it creates a decent awning. So I can be outside in the wind and not sweat to death inside a ruby. Um, the other reason I'm outside is if I open up the back part of Ruby, you know, the tail end, the hatch, um, that just creates a, like a cyclone inside. And anything that's inside a Ruby comes flying out. Um, but uh, I had, I believe I said, told you last week about the Uber driver that told C that, you know, call me on whatever and I will take you into town. Well, it kind of fell through because, and I did explain that in one of the videos, uh, his puppy got sick. He calls him puppy. Uh, he adopted him, rescued him like three, years, three, four years ago, and he got sick. Well, he took him to the vet, and the vet said he thinks he had a stroke. The vet also, and he at time thought, this dog was six years old. The vet told him, no, he's more like 11 or 12. You know, he was a, he looked like a husky, but they determined that, I guess through DNA or something, that he was a, uh, a wolf breed, a wolf mix. So, which 11 years is actually about average, which is pretty good. But he had, he ended up having to put him down because he had like the vet said, a stroke, and then he had some other issues going on that just wouldn't be conducive to quality life. So we understood that, you know, we own pets too. So we understand, you know, grief and whatever. The only thing was C didn't tell me that he had had him put down. So I'm asking, you know, I'm asking, he, he finally showed up the other day. I'm asking how's his puppy, and he's like, I had to put him down. And I'm like, oh my God, you know. How, how, how can you not tell me this? I wouldn't have asked, you know, and you could tell that he was kind of upset. But uh, his name is Steve and he's a very nice guy and he doesn't drive at night, which is fine because I completely understand that. I can't see at night. So they left here probably around 9.30 in the morning and they got back about six o'clock, which is about what I figured. And Steve's like, we've been gone eight hours. And C's like, uh, yeah, that's uh, normal. When we go shopping, it, you know, it can be anywhere from eight to 12 hours, depending on where we're going and what we're doing. 
So C got puppy food and he didn't get quite as much as he wanted. But this is because normally he goes pet shopping and then human shopping. Well, this time it flipped. He went shopping for humans. And for me, that was quite nice. And I'll tell you why. Um, the night before, he had us put us, you know, a list of what we absolutely wanted. And I didn't know why, but I'd been craving avocados. And for those that really know me, I don't like avocados. They're just it's something I've never liked or anything. And every now and then, I'll, you know, um, Jimmy John's has uh, something called the beach. And it's got an avocado on it. I was like, okay, I like that. And then Tonya's, or Tanya, Tanya, Tana, it's a coffee shop in town. They have avocado toast. Okay, that's not bad. And I didn't know why I'd been craving avocado. Well, I looked it up. And the reason I've been craving it is it's high in potassium and a bunch of other vitamins. But potassium mainly. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because when you sweat, you sweat out all the minerals and whatever. But that was on my list. I had avocados. I had cucumbers. You know, one or two. Um, and I had a lot of chocolate. You know, chocolate cereal, chocolate this, chocolate that. Because I wanted something sweet. Because I'm in Ruby and it, you wake up in the middle of the night. You know, sometimes, how many of you have gotten up in the middle of the night and gotten a midnight snack? Okay. Well, midnight, I'm not getting up and going into the RV to get a snack. That's the way I, that's how you get hurt. And there's really nothing that is in there that I wanted out in Ruby, you know. I, I mean, I had crackers, but, you know, crackers get old. You know, I wanted something sweet or, you know, different. So I put all a bunch of chocolate stuff. And one of them was, you know, chocolate cereal. Now, if you grew up in the 70s, you'll remember the bright yellow generic box. And it said generic cereal or generic fruit. You know, generic Rice Krispies, generic cornflakes, but it was this neon yellow with black lettering and it said generic. Well, now they don't say generic. They say store brands, you know, Walmart is great value. Um, Malto meal comes in a bag, it's a bag cereal and, you know, and I don't have a big issue with generic. There are certain things that, I'm sorry, it has to be name brand. But for the most part, I'll eat generic. Which, generic is also cheaper. And so I made my list and I was like, and I, you know, I told Say, see, I wanted soda. I've been craving soda. And I know it's because of the sugar. I am a sugarholic. And I know the reason I've been craving that is because I want the caffeine and the sugar. Because I don't, especially in the summer, I don't always want hot coffee. And yes, I can make instant cold coffee, but it's still not quite the same. But anyways, I digress. I told him, you know, any kind of soda except the generic cola, uh, cherry cola. It's got some kind of weird, metally, chemically taste. Now, the black cherry is not bad. Now, I prefer Coke, but not cherry Coke. 
and I prefer Wild Cherry Pepsi, but not Pepsi. I don't know what the difference in the formulas are, but Cherry Coke itself, it's nasty to me. And I have to be in a mood to actually want Coke Coke. Um, Pepsi, regular, I'll drink it, but it's not something I want. Again, it's got some kind of weird taste to it. Wild Cherry Pepsi, I don't know. It's just, it's addicting. Kind of like Dr. Pepper is addicting to see. So here I'm expecting, you know, cheap soda. Well, for whatever reason, Wild Cherry Pepsi in the cube was on sale. So I have a cube of this. And I am rationing it big time. Because I want it to last more than, you know, two, uh, a week. So I am rationing it. And yesterday I was kind of upset. I had opened a can and put it on the can my uh, little side table and the wind came through and took it and knocked it onto the floor well by the time I got it I lost about half of the can which was really upsetting so I only had because I've been like rationing myself to like two cans a day so yesterday I had half a can because I was angry and I'm like I'm not gonna open another can I'm not gonna let the wind do that to me so there's that but she spent like $400 on food, which means, yay. And it wasn't all, as he puts it, bread and water. Um, Walmart actually has canned turkey. Now, we found it at Thanksgiving, and we've been looking for it since. Because it's actually really, really good canned turkey. And she doesn't like turkey. Because it's usually dry. So that tells you something. And two, see, don't like off-brand. He, he, he is a name-brand person. But he went to, they went to Walmart, and he got, and I told him I wanted canned ham. You know, I didn't care if it was cubed. I didn't care. Because I could make, like, ham salad and for sandwiches because it's getting hot. So he got tuna, chicken. Now, we, when we do tuna, we do half water and half oil. It just, the taste is a little different and depending on what you're using it in. Um, if you're cooking, you use the oil. If you're making sandwiches, you use the water. But he also found the last four cans of ham, chopped ham, and the last four cans of turkey. So last night we actually had open-faced turkey sandwiches with gravy. And it was really yummy, even though he spiced it up a little bit. And I'm not quite sure why, but that's, see, he's into spicing like right now um so there's that so i'm gonna get me a drink and then i will come back and tell you about some other things okay so i i have a hard time drinking on air because i don't like to hear the gulp gulp and sometimes i need to move around and that's what that was about Anyways, the other thing that C got, and I didn't ask him to, was powdered milk. Because I do like my cereal with milk. Um, even though Pup has showed me that you can eat it as a snack because she is lactose intolerant. And 
she eats it like just right out of the bag by the handfuls now I can do it it's just it's not the same so he got powdered milk and I'm like well I already had powdered milk and he just kind of looked at me like "Mm mm-hmm so he hands me a small bag powdered milk so I go to make the powdered milk that I had and whether you knew it or not um powdered milk sours didn't know that grew up with powdered milk never had it sour because never lasted long enough for it to sour which I mean it was kind of weird colored when I opened it I'm like okay you know it's been out in the sun that's what I expected you know it's the sun dropped some into the little bit of water just to see what it did and it turned yellow um and anybody that's not used powdered milk should know I don't care what color of milk you have. If it's yellow when it's not supposed to be, you know it's bad. And oh, did it stick. So, like, okay. So I opened up the new milk, which was nice. Now, the other thing I found, because of the heat, is it will do like regular milk. It gets overheated. It will chunk up. So, there, you know life lesson do not you know make your milk do not waste it and if you don't have refrigeration use it all before it gets too hot yes Boyd um so there's that now the other thing that I was asked is who you know what kind of books do I like to read I like to read pretty much everything except romances I've read a couple historical romances that were meh. The best they were meh. I I mean the informa- the historical aspect was what was interesting to me. But if you've read any romance, you could probably write a romance because it follows a certain it's a Hallmark movie. That's the best way to explain it. You know. Uh girl loses the man of her dream you know the man she thought was her dream lover whatever um, moves to you know the city or this small town or you know just they meet on the road um fall in love you know and he's like instantly attracted to her and they fall in love and there's some little brouhaha about whatever okay But, you know, it's pretty much the same theme over and over and over in a romance. Now, I'm not a big horror fan. I have read some horror. Um, I will not read Stephen King anymore. Um, I read Stephen King's Carrie. Now, I had been to the drive-ins. I'd seen Cujo and, you know, those are horror movies. not something I, you know, no. Um, didn't realize at the time that Cujo was by Stephen King or I had never gone and seen the movie. Um, I uh, was reading Carrie and it was a stormy night. And where I lived at the time was in an apartment on the backside of the building with a hillside behind us. And wasn't the best apartment building the uh, back side lighting had gone out. They'd never replaced it. 
and the storm decided that night it was going to take the light out. Well, no, um, I'll explain here in a minute. Um, and it was, they were considered odd because they, you know, people had said there was things lurking in the apartment buildings, the apartments. They, you know, it was, I don't know how to explain it. They weren't very big and, uh, they were old Er, they probably were built in the fifties, maybe in the sixties. And, you know, they'd been updated a little bit, but not, not a lot of money had been put into it. So I finished reading Carrie right as the hand comes up from the graveyard. And right as that came up, right as that hand is coming up, the lights go out because the power goes out with a big old boom. I don't like thunder anyways. And lightning hit a transformer and knocked out the power. Which also knocked out the phone. This is pre-cell phone. So I'm in the dark. Because the flashlights, the batteries are all dead. I have no way to, I have no candle. I can't even find my kerosene lamp. I have no illumination whatsoever. And I start hearing things, voices and whatever. I'm thinking it's the neighbor. And then I remember, no, that neighbor's at work. And next, the other side of me is the laundry room. Well, of course, the laundry's going to run because there's no power. And uh, so I'm sitting there and then, okay, I'm like, okay, what is that noise? I'm like, okay, it's branches, you know, scraping across the roof. Only problem is, there's no trees near me. Then I see something out of the corner of my eye. In the room, that, in the apartment. I'm like, nope. I hid in the bathroom until the time I was married. Until he got home. He's like, why are you hiding? I'm like, there is something in here. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, he got woke up in the middle of the night while I was at work. And he's like, okay. I'm, he apologized. But yeah, I have not read Stephen King since, um, other than his book on writing. And I do follow him on Twitter. He is phenomenal as a human being, but um, sorry, Stephen, your books scare me too much. Now, you would think I wouldn't like horror at all. There is another author. His name is Dean Coots. Now... He is definitely out there. And I've read a couple. I mean, there are some that I won't read of his because they're just too intense. And I will not read horror at night. Nope, it's got to be daylight. And I will be, I'm one of these people that reads three and four books at a time. And a lot of people are like, well, that confused me. Not really. I mean, I mean, if you put one book down and pick it back up, yeah. Pick up another book, yeah, you can confuse yourself. But if you put one book down and go do something like make a cup of coffee, you know, kind of let the other one fade out and pick up the next book, then you're okay. Um, a lot of the authors that I grew up with are passing on. And that, you know, um, Anne McCarthy. 
who did Dragon Riders of Pern. Um, I loved her books. Now her son has taken over and not a huge fan of his writing. I, I mean, he's kind of keeping... He's keeping with the... The world that she made. But beyond that, not so sure. Um, never really did get into Terry Pratchett. Um, I'm not a fan of Harry Potter. Um, I've, wa I've finally watched all the movies. And just so now I know the references and that's about all only reason I watched it was to have some idea about different references um everybody around me is like Harry Potter Harry Potter Harry Potter <laughs> I could care less um then I found oh and I and Anne Rice I like a lot of her stuff but I don't like all of her stuff um, now I was, well, can't think of what his first name was, but his last name was Romberg. And he did a series that I really was enjoying, but then he kind of stopped doing it. And I'm not exactly sure what made him stop. Um, he kind of fell off into the center of it. Um, then uh, there's the Dragonlance Tales, or the Dragonlance series, which I enjoy. Um, and I can't think of the, the author's names right off the top of my head. And the three original books is Margaret and Tracy, and I know that one is Tracy Hicks, and I can't think. Margaret Heiss, I think, is her first name, her name. I like their stuff. Now... They also have something called the Elvenstone, and I've only read one of those, or maybe two. Could never come up with the rest of the series. Um, Terry Brooks, Shannara. Um, I'm, I've I haven't actually gotten the entire series read, um, but the first three books I do, I have paperback, and they are very worn. But then a couple years ago, I found Kim Harrison and the Hollow series. Well, she concluded that. And I kind of was, like, wanting more. I mean, she's done a couple, like, offshoots of it. Um, but I can understand, you know, you get tired of writing about the same thing all the time. And, you know, having to come up with a different line. Kind of like Janet... I can't pronounce her name, but she does the uh, Stephanie Plum series, and Stephanie is a bounty hunter. She's kind of inept, and she does do her job, but uh, I think she's on book 22 now, and I've only made it to seven. Um, I mean, they're a lot of fun. But uh, some of the uh, authors I've just come by accident. Um, the other one that I like is Patricia Briggs. But I've just recently come across another one. And the way I came across her was 
had to take C to the VA when we were up in, at my dad's and had to go down to the one in uh, uh, I, I used to be Mather Air Force Base so I guess it's the Mather VA and uh, sitting there waiting 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 and you know you're in the waiting room there's uh, you know magazines well this one waiting room had books I'm like okay so I picked up the one and it's book two of whatever of this series and I'm like okay so I wrote her name down because the book was kind of interesting and I'm like hmm maybe I want to look into this a little more well her name is Faith Hunter and the series I've started, and it's not the one that was sitting at the VA, is uh, the Jane Yellow Rock. Now, Jane Yellow Rock is basically, I'm not sure if she's a shapeshifter or, or they call her a skinwalker. I think there's she's a skinwalker. And she's basically a hunter of vampires. <laughs> Or monsters whatever you want um, but right now and she's really old so um, but she deals with witches and it's a fun series so I'm on I'm not sure is this one is uh, okay. this is book three I believe but it's called Mercy Blade. It might actually be for more than that. Um, yeah, I think this is three. And yeah, the other the series that I that I the book that I picked up originally for her was actually the Rogue Mage uh, novel, and. While they sounded interesting, this one is uh, actually has kept my interest a lot more. I also read a lot of nonfiction. Um, you know, I like to learn. Um, if there's a hist, you know, history especially, I like history. Um, geography, eh, depends on if I'm really interested in the area. Um, mythologies you know that kind of stuff um things that people would probably find very very boring um i do have a, a whole thing on writing i was going to college to become a journalist um until i didn't pass statistics because i had a very young teacher who didn't think that older people had any business going to school and because us older ladies weren't cute and wouldn't flirt with him he wouldn't answer our questions. And the statistic book I had had an, an answer that was incorrect, and yet he wanted us to figure out how to make that answer the correct answer, even though we did everything the way it was supposed to and kept coming up with the, next, the wrong answer, which was actually the right answer. And I actually, at the time, uh, my wife's son at the time, he's a math genius. And I'm like, all right, 
let me walk through this and you tell me if I'm doing these steps wrong. So I'm doing them bit by bit by bit by bit. He's like, that's right. I'm like, and this is the answer. And he's like, yes, that's the answer. I'm like, then tell me what's wrong here. And he's like, the author's wrong. You need to let your teacher. I'm like, I told my teacher and he's like, no, the book is right. I'm wrong. And he's like, your teacher's an idiot. So I flunked the class. Well, I'm on was on financial aid, and if you flunk flunk a class, um, they basically kick you off of your financial aid, and they expect you to pay to get a grade, a passing grade, and then they'll reinstate your uh, financial aid. The problem was, um, I was living at the time paycheck to paycheck. Um, because one of my bills and two I barely had any hours I was actually at that time working two and a half jobs and I say a half job because this the third job was like oh we need you today no we don't need you oh come in and sit for two minutes two hours and you're sitting so you're not on the clock now go home and so it's like okay you're not worth my gas money or my time or whatever because you couldn't sit there and do your homework you had to sit there and basically twiddle your thumb and look stupid so no um so i tried to appeal it and they're like they're you know you're the only one that's complaining i'm like that's uh-huh. because i couldn't find the other older lady because she i think just she had already said you know i can't pass this class i'm done with school um, because it wasn't the first time she'd had a problem where you go, no. And, uh, so there was that. Um, but I do have a lot of books on writing. I have books on crystals. I have books on metaphysical. Um, you know, I have books on tarot. Um, I have books on divination and some different things i have books on gardening i have i mean a lot of my books are in storage i do you know if i go to a thrift store i do look at the bookstore the bookshelf because you never know what's there the other author that i really like is brad thor now he does he has this uh i want to say his name steve havana he's a spy and i you know that's fine. And the other one, and I actually do know this author. Her name is Amy, and forgive me if I get your name wrong, Sojola. And she does um, a series, and I believe the first book is Hide and Seek. And it may, and I may be wrong, but it is about, and it's done from two points of view, which not all authors can pull that off. Um, but it is through the point of view of the female that is, she's not really a detective, but she sort of is. Um, she's hiding from a stalker or I, I, I'm not sure. It's been a little while since I've read some of the books. I'm actually, I do believe two books behind on that series. Um, and the German Shepherd that she saved. And uh, the German Shepherd is actually helping her with her PTSD. So it does make an interesting thing. Um, 
But it, it and I, I know this lady from a community, that, a pet community that we belong to. And uh, she's a lot of fun. And I, and I, I do enjoy following her. I follow her on Facebook and on uh, Twitter. On a different account than my rogue account. Um, but there's that. Um, I'm not a big Piers Anthony fan. I never really did get into the Xanath series. Now, his bio of the Space Tyrant, that's a completely different book. Um, my wife really didn't like those, and I actually did. Um, I've read almost all the Star Wars. I mean, I know there's new Star Wars books out there, and those are by all sorts of different authors. Um... I'm not quite sure why my cat's having a mood, but he is. Um, but yeah, there's... And I'm not really into a lot of religious books, but the one series that I really did enjoy, and I was really surprised, is the Left Behind series. And I'm not sure who that's by. I know it's by some pastor. Um, but it was a well-written series. Uh, it wasn't overly, overly preachy, but it was preachy. Um, Sherlock Holmes, you know, Colin Dale. Um, some of Shakespeare's, some of Dickens. Um, my mother was an avid, avid reader. And we actually have one room where the entire room was a bookshelf. And she read everything. I mean, she did read the romances. She read historical. She read mystery, um... I read, you know, I was reading well above my grade level when I was in school. I actually, my mother actually had to sign a card that allowed me to go to a different section in the library in school um, because I wanted to read. I'd read everything pretty much in the section that I was allowed. And the one book I wanted to read was Anne Frank's Diary. I was in third grade and people were like you know you can't read that you can't read that you're not going to understand it da, 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 da. I understood it fine and it was interesting to me so I read pretty much every book in my little school my elementary school library before I was in the seventh grade um they get a new book in librarians like um Here's this. This is the newest book. Because we didn't get new books all the time. This is the newest book. Do you think you'd be interested? And a lot of times, yes. A lot of times, no. I mean, if it was sports, I wasn't interested. I wasn't that kid. I'm not into a lot of sports. Unless it was horse racing. Um, when I was going to grow... When I was growing up, my thing was I wanted to be a jockey. Well, I ended up with boobs. And then I ended up being too tall so there was that so that's what I had to that was what I was talking about on my uh, support pages and if you would like to know anything else you can oh and the other books that I'm into and are not technically books is uh, Dungeon and Dragons so and I will talk more about that next week maybe um but there's that.
So if you want to know more about that, me, what, I, you know, what kind of things I do like, um, or, you know, you have a question about the way I'm living, uh, why I'm living like this, uh, you know, those kind of things, uh, you can leave me a comment on my Kofi page, buy me a coffee. You can email me or you can find me on Twitter at uh, Rogue, Rogue Joe um, is my Twitter. And all that is in the description of the podcast. And on to the card. Okay, I'm still using the Enchanted Map. I call it Baron Reed, and I say this every week that you know I really do enjoy her. I do follow her on Twitter. I follow her on Facebook and on YouTube. Um, she has videos that normally she only does like two a week. She does one on Sunday, which is the uh, weekly forecast. Unless it's the beginning of the month, then it's for the monthly. It's a monthly forecast. And then on Monday, she does the Astro. Well, lately, she's been doing a couple others. Um, and it has to do with your intuition. Which is fine. I, I mean, it's not, it's not like you're getting bogged down by her videos. But her Enchanted Map deck. Now, I have the older one. And I really, this was my first deck by her. And I really enjoy it. But she has redesigned it. So it's in a completely different box. And I would like to get... Okay. I'm not sure where I ended up with it's at this point. Um, but... So if I'm repeating myself, I apologize. But uh, I want to get the new deck. I also don't know if you heard me cussing at my cat. Because I don't know what my phone did at the time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I need, I want to get the Oracle Palooza tickets so I can get the, the, the deck of cards and go to the Oracle Palooza. But that's a $200 thing. But once I get Ruby running and all that, I can get, you know, I can start making more money again. Uh, so... The question, as always, is what does my audience and I need to know for the coming week? And one more shuffle. And split the deck. Also, if you uh, become a supporter, you know, a monthly supporter, I do the lowest one I do do. Um, I pull a card once a month for you um, and read it so you know that mu you get a, a card pre and I'll use the deck that I'm using uh, for the month like this month would be if you were a monthly supporter it would be the enchanted map and you'd get a reading and yes I do read directly out of the book a lot of times I'm not I don't trust my intuition a lot yet. I used to, but uh, a lot of things changed that make it uh, 
I second guess myself a lot because of it. So the card we got is coming to life, card number 29. And I have figured out how to put the cards with the podcast, so they're not usually separate anymore. And, uh, but they are on the same entry. So, yeah, like I said, um, you can go to either Kofay or uh, buy me a coffee, both are .com, and see what the card is. And like I said, this is card 29. It is in the upright position. So find the book. There we are. And like I said, this, this deck, they have quotes at the beginning. And it says, something beautiful is being born in your life. Yay, I like that. I, I like that quote. And upright. When you look at your life, can you see how you've grown and evolved over time? Perhaps you've shed skins and identities and created new ones. Or at the very least, matured in your ideas about yourself and the world you, you inhabit. You know things take time, and spirit's timetable is rarely in sync with your own. This card indicates that a long-held dream is beginning to show signs of life. You must try not to coax it along or shape it according to your desires. Spirit knows the best form for the manifestation of this dream and your life can become even better than you could possibly imagine now is the time for reverence and awe allow the contours of your path to be carved by the hands of the divine all you have to do is show up interesting hmm. there's a couple things that i have had in the works so we shall see where that takes us um gotta leave that out so i can take a picture almost put it back in the, the deck um but yeah that's that's it for this week and hopefully by the next next friday i will have ruby running and we'll go from there um like i said i've got to take everything apart underneath which is a little bit difficult um the other thing is if there's anything you'd like to know um you can leave me comments and suggestions or even a topic idea at my copay or buy me a coffee or you can email me or you can send me a tweet or if you're following me on twitter you can send me a direct message um, you can also follow me on my youtube channel by the same name um, and leave a comment there a lot, like I said, a lot of the com, a lot of the videos on that channel are unlisted unless you are a supporter, and you don't have to be a monthly supporter. A one-time support of I believe I have it set at three dollars. I also have what's called a tip jar, which is like a dollar a month. Uh, or if you've bought anything in my Kofi shop, those are all considered support, and you get access to. Uh, YouTube. If you are a monthly supporter, I do have tiers, and each tier does have something to make it worth it, or you know, give you something in return for your your monthly support, uh, which I gratefully and appreciative of. So, until next week, rogue out. <laughs>